Welcome to Brews Rock, your ultimate backstage pass to the captivating tales behind your beloved brews. Get ready for an immersive journey into the craft brewing universe every Friday, where we'll uncover the secrets and inspire you to be part of this extraordinary community. This week, we're talking with Israel Allen, co-owner and operator of Gate City Growlers here in Greensboro. From teaching high school and driver's ed to tending bar all around Greensboro, Israel's path to craft beer has been quite the adventure. Israel and his brother took ownership of Gate City Growlers earlier this year and have been growing the business and community around it ever since. So grab a cold one and get ready to hear all about it. Let's dive in. Do you want to introduce yourself to the audience just in case they're not familiar with you and your location here? I'd love to. My name is Israel Allen. We're sitting here at Gate City Growlers. I own this with my brother, Durham Knight, who is currently at the beach right now, but saying hey from Carolina Beach. Yeah. Oh, Carolina Beach. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Big fan of the Carolina Beach. How did you end up buying this place? Like, how did you end up taking over? Because it has been here for a while. Yes, yeah, so this place has been here for eight years. 2015 is when it originally opened. We took over in February and just jumping into it, it's like I, I've worked in the bar industry, craft beer industry, pretty much like my entire adult life. Taught high school for a year. was like, I fucking hate this. I'm cursing already. <laughs> hey, there, it <laughs> there it is. I do this. And then really just found my way. I like talking to people, that kind of stuff. So been doing this my whole life. I started tutoring at GTCC and actually... Taught driver's ed for a year and a half in Alamance County, which was crazy. It's really wild. Is it scary or crazy? Eh, a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Like, hey, did you ever like almost get an accident? I'm like, every day, man, these every kids day. cannot drive. Hard as a like, job, man. Yeah, woo. Although those things were fun and trying to take lessons from them or whatever, I was like, I can't do this. I hate commuting. I'm not really a big fan of being in the car. So I started picking up some shifts at Pig Pounder which is a block away from my house. So it was one of the breweries I hadn't actually worked any shifts in. So that's, I like checking those off the list. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, I love this. I feel energized after being behind the bar, even long days. I love doing this. It, it's very fun for me and rewarding. And through that process, found out Daniel, David, and Moss were putting this place up for sale. And I don't have very much money, but I had literally like just enough to go in with my brother on it. And I was like, Let's take a risk on this. I, I'm ready to work hard at something. I'm ready to try and plant even deeper roots. And one day at a time, after four months of figuring out business shit, I've never figured out in my life. It was like, okay, let's do this. So that's the story of well, how we came to get this place. I think one of the things that made them lean towards us a little bit is we weren't trying to turn into a brand new concept. So I think the few other bites they had on the line were more like, we want to get this, gut, gut it, it yeah. turn it into, I think, maybe some more bar kind of aspect, which I love the bar here. We even considered trying to put in like a small rail of liquor and stuff. I think that's not a bad idea, but I've poured way too many vodka cranberries and oh, yeah. stuff oh. downtown. So I was like, so sweet. Yeah, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk a little beer. Let's talk a little beer. So was, that's how this ended up happening. That's Did awesome. you have someone like is your brother got a business background or someone that kind of mentored you into that or did you just kind of hey i'm gonna just figure it out i would say about 50 50 so durham works at the credit union and has a business degree so that's a little foundation that we have going as well and i've been in this industry for a long time but i will say regardless of all of those things 
really figuring it out as we go. It's yeah. a big learning curve, but man, I tell you the last seven months, I've learned more about what I thought I knew than I could have imagined. Yeah. It's crazy. Bartending to business owning is, is a pretty big jump. Yeah. I, but as like a bartender, you are, you're like the face of the business and you're the person that is like conducting most of the business when you are a bartender. It is a, a jump, but then when you get to the like financial side and all that fun, fun stuff, leave it to the credit union. Right? Oh man, that's, <laughs> you're, you're nailing it. It's man, being back here, pouring drinks. Yes. Ordering beers. Yes. I want to pour through those sheets and like figure out what would be good in here. I feel like I'm getting better at that, which is fun. Trying all the beers is amazing. And then it's like, our accountant is one of the sweetest, best people I've ever met. I would love to have a beer with her. But like that monthly <laughs> meeting, I'm just like, oh my God. There was first couple meetings. I would just be like, I'm not trying to be weird, but you're going to have to explain this to me as if I'm more stupid than you are. And then she'd say it again. I'd be like, more stupid like yeah, crank, turn, turn, turn it down, it down a little bit more yeah, crank, crank it down for <laughs> me i'm a that, child so, come on <laughs> i'm like do you have any like visual aids you, get you, you got some flashcards back there <laughs> my dad has a, a bottle shop as well like he's got a beer and wine shop since he started i've been pretty involved with helping him out with stuff but we talk about beer all the time he's always just like you try this one and then i'll also send him ones back and forth just working in a bottle shop is is cool because you get to spread your passion for like beer. How does your passion for beer feed into your selection here? I would say my passion for beer is I try and put that in a good ratio to what people come in here and want. It's Ooh. like we have 20 taps on and right now we're softening the tap list a little bit to where we have some like a seltzer on tap, a cider on tap. I'm actually even trying to push that maybe one or two more taps of non-beer options. I love IPAs. Big hazy IPA, I'll take it. But mid-30s, a few of those will put me down pretty yeah. hard. So it's yeah. like, you know, I've been moving more crispy boy territory, loving that. We love a good crispy boy. Got a big old crispy. But yeah, it's like the tap list right now, probably over a quarter IPAs. Yeah. So that I'm still picking stuff I really am interested in trying, what I want to show off as well, but also listening to the regulars. What styles do you like? Over the past six months, seven months, I think a big kind of learning curve that I'm finally getting up on is what's my regulars palettes? They're big, hazy IPA drinkers. What's what hops are they into? I'm realizing it's like a little bit of some fun stuff. Like I, I drove to Charlotte and picked up this collab between Hopfly and Ology. It's called Caesar. It's like Strata and anchovy hops, which I never had. Anchovy hops? Let's bust one of these open a little bit. <laughs> and I was like trying to find info on the flavor profile. Ended up doing it. Sounds like it's going to be crazy, salty, weird, but it's yeah. like, watermelon, slightly piney, almost. Uh, I've never heard of that hop. Yeah, it's great. I will, I'll go one. And, you know, I can try that out a little bit. But other than that, if you don't have big citrus stuff on the tap list, people aren't going to be super stoked on it all yeah. the time. So Yeah, I tell you what, I work in at a, a somewhat type bottle shop. They come in, what, you got a hazy? I'm like, mm, I don't tap right now, but there's a whole cooler over there full of beer. So there's hazies in there. And it's just, but I've never thought about going even deeper and being like, what do these people what are the things behind what these people are actually liking, like the hops that they're using or the even like the grain blends? I think that the industry has like educated people a lot over the past couple of years. Now I think maybe it's time we just take it a step further instead of being like, yeah, this is like a blue moon. You can be like, this is a wheat beer and it's made with these grains and that's why you like it because it gives it these flavors. Oh, but I love that. Do you want to pick up some shifts here? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 
Yeah. Don't hey. tempt him, man. He yeah, will. Dude, he I will. will. I'll take him. <laughs> sure, man. If you, hey, let me know if you ever want to. It's like, I, the whole thing for, for me for this is I love craft beer. I've been in it for a very long time. And 100% admit, there are people out there that make me look like an idiot about it. I'm just not going to know everything. I'm going to yeah. try and know as much as I can. Maybe one day I'll hit some like upper echelons of beer knowledge. But it's just, it, the depth is so insane. Oh, yeah. But it's really... I, do you guys know Alan Peterson? I was, he was in here the other day and I was talking to him and he said something that I've been thinking about for like two weeks where he was like, you're selling beer, I'm selling wicked weed, whatever. But the reason that we're doing this instead of selling car insurance, yeah, yeah. Yeah, insurance <laughs> is like the conversation. It's yeah. like, I, I want to talk to people. I want to, like for me, it's like, this is a beer hub in a community where I'm like, I want to meet y'all. I want to come in here, check it out. I want to show this place off. Like it's been awesome getting to meet regulars here that were here before I came. Like we've brought some people trying to get a new crowd, new energy, but the the regulars here that I've met have just been awesome people. Moose is like most famous regular here. He's like a super fun guy. I talked to him all day. And then like Robert actually is who does the videos for us. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, I does mean- a great job, dude. Oh my yeah. God, he is so professional. Shout out to Robert Kinetic Images. Uh, yeah, shout out whoever you want. Yeah, man, he <laughs> he is killing it. He started his own business doing that, very successful outside of that. And then was just like, I want to run after some passions. And for some reason, he's really wanting to work together in this and do some cool, fun beer videos and stuff. So it's working out great for me. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 I was like, Can was... you uh, tell us a little more? I mean, for people that don't know, we were here because we linked up over the Battle of the Brews that you're doing, and that's what these videos are from. So like maybe getting a little more into that uh, event that you've been putting on the last Wednesday of every month is? Yeah, last Wednesday of the month. I would say this is probably the most fun thing we've done here so far event-wise. Got some other really fun stuff I can talk about whenever. But the Battle of the Brews, I'd have to give a nod back to Moose. We were just chatting and it's like, definitely didn't invent the tap takeover. That's been forever. Definitely mm -hmm. didn't in, even invent battling tap takeovers. But talking to him, his big contribution was like, somebody's got to win a belt. So that was really <laughs> fun. But focusing in on Greensboro breweries is the main focus for us with this. The previous owners, very friendly towards Greensboro, hyper into supporting local North Carolina beers but didn't really have, I think, a strong Greensboro beer scene flowing through here as I'm kind of aiming for. And as of right now, literally just got back from Natty's where we did a video for John. We have all the Greensboro breweries involved in this kind of bracketed, super friendly competition tournament. This last Wednesday of this month will be the end of round one. Who's going to be the ones for this? Natty's and... It's Natty's and as of right now... I'm reaching out to the three breweries who didn't make it because we have an odd number of breweries in town that are from Greensboro. And I was going to say, whoever had the most votes out of those three, let's invite them back to have a redemption round, underdog round. And all three of them were within one vote of each other. And I was like, shit, should we do like a battle royale, which is what I'm interested in. One keg from those and two from Natty's. Whoever yeah. comes out on top goes to the next round. But... I really want to make sure they're into it. They have the time and want to sell the keg deal. So hopefully we'll hear back from that later today. But if I have anything to do with it, it'll definitely be a Greensboro brewery. So either Pig Pounder, Joymongers, South End, one of those, if not all of those. Oh, yeah. So that yeah. Would be cool. it's kind of like fantasy football, but for the beer world. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm loving. That's like. So what is your vision? You were saying you 
He wanted to just keep the same vibe going, but then bring a whole new life to it as well. Hard thing to do. What is your vision for what you would like this to be for the community? Definitely, you hit it, not the easiest thing to do. But uh, <laughs> it's like shifting gears. It's taking some work and like slow movement. But really for me, they had been here for eight years. Huge accomplishment. And tagging in, they allowed us to come in here. My vision is hyper craft, like hyper level of craft can be a little hard to get into. And for me, it's like, I don't see it as in a step you have to get up to be in here and enjoy what's on. I want to see it speaking specifically about the tap list, like a gradient. You're going to have things where my dad, for instance, not really much of a beer drinker, Bud Light kind of guy every now and then. Since he's been coming in here, it's like seeing him start to open his eyes to craft beer, try new things, get more into it. I want the room for people like that as well, because that just creates a bigger invitation. It's like, wait for those Untitled Art NA beers to come back in, but having those for people who are down to just not drink right now or have something, we have some devil's foot sodas in here. This past Saturday, we had a baby shower in here. I think for me, a lot of, a lot of my experience is more in running like a tap room, using that as like a model for what I want to do in this space. It's, we are a bottle shop. That's part of it. You can come in here and have a huge selection of things you can take home make a little money, get another cooler, take some more cold beers home. Excited mm -hmm. about that. On top of that, you have this giant space trying to make more and more comfortable, getting a little bit of a wine selection going on here, making the environment much more inviting for people who maybe are ready to try some craft beer, but not confident about craft beer. So you or just dip their toes in the water and be a safe space to hang out and do some taste, but then like, oh, I'll go back to my wine. You know? 100%. Yeah, it, it's like a pool. It's like I can hang out in the shallow end. Or I can dive off the deep end and, you know, on the other side and we can accommodate. It's, I will say it's like I got this Maybach from Austria and I was really thinking it was going to be a hit. And whenever the brewers came in for the, the foul of the brews, they were like, oh, shit, you got to try this. It's so good. And they were just destroyed. It was so good. But it's hard to communicate that to non-hypercraft people. So it's like taking that information and trying to apply that back to the tap list and stuff like that. But really just trying to make this more of a community space, a place where you can get dinner at 1618. You can get dinner at Possibilities. You can bring it over here and have it. You can come here afterwards, have a beer. I want to start reaching out to the people in this strip, the Irving Park Plaza, and just be like, let's have a, like a quarterly celebration day. You can mark, you can block off this parking lot yeah, and drink out there, which is pretty rad. You can do that now already. You don't have to like pull permits or anything. Yeah, this is like a private parking lot. So you can actually block it off and drink in it, which is insane. Well, if you need help with that, call. Yeah. Dude, yeah. 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 I, mean, yeah. Hey, I am ready to <laughs> We'll drink in that, Hell that yeah. parking lot all day long. Yeah. Man. We've done it a couple of times for some small events. I, I'm, I'm really into not the best cook, but love kind of cooking events. Like we've done a big hot dog grill out, which was fun. My dad likes doing like a low country boil. So oh, yeah. He came here and did a giant low country boil, fed like 50, 60 people. Oh, and just had a that. killer day. It was so it started raining like crazy at the top of the day. So we like had the tent out and was like trying to do this. But it was it so always much rains. Anytime oh, we got yeah, an outdoor event, it's rain. Well, the, just don't ask us to do any events because everything we do, there's rain. Yeah, oh, like, it's like no, no matter what, we always have rain. <laughs> yeah, no. But we don't mind a little little rain here and there. Yeah, get a little wet, dry off. A big stigma that some bottle shops have, a lot of people just don't want to look dumb. I feel like that's the big fear with people when pretty much anything in life, but especially like craft beer. 
if they don't really understand what all these different styles are, they might not even ask because they don't want to look like they don't know what they're doing here. How do you help educate people without being like, <laughs> without doing that whole make them feel bad type of thing? It's a hard uh, question. No, I, I love this. I honestly just try to apply the philosophy that I had when I was pinning bar more. I'm pinning bar more here, but in other places where I go, somebody's going to come in here and one of two things is going to happen. They're going to know more than me or I'm going to know more than them. And it's like, start a conversation. Don't assume either one. If they know more than you, sit back and teach me. That's how I've learned a lot of things. And if you know a little bit more than them, be graceful. I, I think there's something to be said about the bartender side of it. I think there's some insecurities there sometimes where it's like, I'm behind the bar. I have to know everything about every one of these beers. When I was younger, letting that kind of put me in a stiffer mode and not really connecting with people, I just started dropping that pretense and being like, oh, you know more than me? That's awesome. Please tell me what you know. Let me learn about this. Tell me the story of when you went to Germany. I want to hear what beers you had and stuff like that. You can take that same energy that could squash somebody's confidence about beer and just have fun with it and talk about beer. I think it's all a, like an impetus driven thing. Like, what are you trying to do? I've seen a lot of bartenders come at people hard or get more just like this. <laughs> I was the mean bartender. I, maybe when I, yeah, I can feel it when I was younger, just being like, I know something they don't, thank God. And like feeling that thing. But I think dropping a lot of that really helps out. And the people we have working behind the bar here, I think are one, I would trust any one of them with a key to my house, friends of mine, people that have been in Greensboro for a long time. So honestly, it's like Moss is going to know so much. He's going to be able to help you out so much. If you come in here on Monday, Turok's working for anybody in those Turok's like, I don't know shit about beer, but this one's good. So it's like, you know, <laughs> te teach him a little something or vice versa. But I get what you're saying. It can be, there's something to be said about bottle shop beer, like hyper craft scene that is, it's not super open. It, it, it's very it, clicky. Yeah, that's great. It seems that way, but once you like start diving into it, you're just like, oh, everybody's just hanging out, drinking Hard a beer. Crust. Yeah, it's like busting. They just crust. gotta have a couple of these in you, <laughs> and then the yeah, walls come is. down. It's perfect. A lot of breweries they do a bunch of events to like try to get foot traffic and try to get different audiences to come in. What type of stuff are you planning on doing to try to bring more people in? Just because it is a hyper competitive beer scene here, in Greensboro. For me, being successful is getting paid behind the bar, not having a boss. I'll, I'll die without being happy. Yeah. Uh, but as far as trying to open it up, you're 100% right. It's like the events really are where you can get people in here in bigger numbers. You can show off what you have on the tap list, which I think is an awesome thing to do. For me, the food events are really key. Beer is a great thing to drink together. Food is where we eat together. I think those have been some of my most fun days that we've had. Other than that, we rent out the space for like, we just had a baby shower last Saturday. David is here with these beers. <laughs> What's up? Be right back after a morning yeah. from our sponsors. <laughs> How's it going, man? Grabbing this one thing. You too. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. What distributor is that? They're from Vintage. Okay. Which they do New Anthem. New Anthem. Okay. And they just picked up Burial like two months ago, which was uh, like a huge okay. gift for them. Mm -hmm. I thought because Burial was doing their own for a long time, right? Yeah. I was nervous about them switching to distro. Uh, like the first week or two, it sucked. It was like you went from talking to their sales rep, having 20 offerings to just being like, all right, here's Surf Wax. Yep. Here's Surf Wax like, and Skyhawk or whatever the Hawk uh, Bill. And, and then it was like, 
they had to get used to the amount that they were going to have to put out for it. Because after a month, it, it all even out there. Yeah, I was yeah, like, about to say, we have a bunch of them over there at Gate or Craft City. Nice. And uh, it's definitely been a recent thing that they've been going like up in what we can have there. We had surf wax the whole time. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they never skipped a beat on surf wax. But, yeah. Yeah. What were we were talking about? Events, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, different. yeah. Like food events. Love those. We just rented out the space for a baby shower, which was so much fun. It was really, they actually brought these flowers, which they were kind enough to let us oh, keep. It was, that's and what classed up the joints. I was like, right. okay, thanks for the flowers. I might have to keep this going. <laughs> and then actually on the 19th, we're doing an artist showcase and market where Trey Gibson got some of his artist friends and other people in the community. They're going to come and set up booths to where you can check out their art, buy some of it if you'd like that kind of things. And then we're doing a potluck bottle share towards the end of the month, I think on the 27th. It's right before school starts back. So I'm a little nervous, but early kind of thing. Man, they left us some crazy beers back there cellaring and the switch out. So we got some cool stuff to bring. Everybody usually brings some cool stuff too. So that'll be a good day too. More stuff like that. Open for any ideas. We've tried music. We normally do trivia on Sundays, but July and August are slow. So we're waiting to the fall to pop that back on. But Don, who does it everywhere. Yeah. We went to the same high school and stuff, and he was kind enough to have his Sunday free and put it here sometimes. Nice. You're a dark yeah. nerdy. I know him. Okay. I worked at Boxcar. He was standing <laughs> there all the time. What have been some of like your biggest struggles and your biggest breakthroughs? Biggest struggles? I think, like I was saying earlier, I am not a businessman. And so going into something like this, make sure you have a really good fundament of the amount that you'll need. Whenever you buy or invest in a business, that is going to be a cost. And then outside of that, it's going to be a bunch of other shit you got to pay for right off the top. And you're like, damn, I do not have this money right now. I'm used to not having a lot. Kind of worked out great. But, you know, it's going to be a lot of like outside of what just your lump sum payment is going to be. If somebody were trying to open a bottle shop, I love our cooler. I think it is amazing and very happy with the blended nitrogen system. Get some kegerators. You can flip them so easy. The maintenance is so small. The lines are shorter, less to clean. So that that would be a good. I already have kegerators. So what you're saying is I can have a bottle shop? Boom, do Open it, it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you in touch with the person I talked to at the ABC. They're very <laughs> nice. But yeah, I would say those are two big things. And know who you're, know who you're targeting. As much as I come out here and say, I'm like, yeah, I just want to open up to the community and do this. It's, there are people out there that don't drink beer at all. Don't want to be in here. That's cool. They can come in here all they want. If somebody just wants to come in here and do their work on a computer, please. Play Pac-Man. Play Pac-Man. Yeah, anything. Help yourself. But those aren't people I'm going to be making gigantic decisions for. So yeah. I would say know what your audience is, who you're trying to get in here as well. And then I would also say, any advice anybody wants to give me, I'll take it. Hey, that's the first time anyone's been like, hey, <laughs> won't y'all throw us some? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I've never really been into Gate City Growlers until that first battle of the brew that we came to it's funny because you have like these misconceptions in your head you like, like form a, an opinion. idea of a place and yeah. Then, yeah just specifically because the location it's like the location here i was always just like i don't know about that you know but then we came in here we met you and it's just awesome yeah thanks it, it i i'm with you on that i for vast majority of my adult life was a downtown guy lived mm-hmm. downtown worked downtown went out to eat downtown. If something happened outside of it, I was like, I don't care about it. And okay. yeah, it's got enough right here. And shifting gears and coming up to Midtown, 
I think is what we're called right now. I'm midtown man, slap oh, my suspenders. <laughs> uh, I mean, you are next to 1618. So, yeah. so there's yeah. plenty this, of suspenders. Is this 1618 midtown? 1618 midtown. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Opening my eyes to the fact that, man, Greensboro can really pot itself up. Mm-hmm. We did the Battle of the Bruce with Hidden Gate and Joymongers. There were two people that came in who at different places in my career, I've poured beers for many years, many years. And they came in and was like, oh man, I've been meaning to try Joymongers. I was like, they've been there for seven fucking years, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, go try it. It's and, right by the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's great. And just kind of, and I I do the same stuff. I've been wanting to go to Lesser Known in Winston for months and months now, man. Would love to go. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have to sit my ass in the car and drive there. This has been awesome, man. And I, we definitely... We got to do some brainstorming on some events. Yeah. Oh, do something yeah. weird and off the wall like that. I love Have a reptile night. I love <laughs> snake farm night. Yeah, snake farm. Hey, come pet a snake at Gate City Grailers. <laughs> just, just get that classic <laughs> picture with like the snake around your shoulders. <laughs> Thank you, Israel, for sharing your story with us. And we'll be in touch soon to iron out our snake farm night details. Hey, as long as there's good beer and good company involved, count me in. If you were inspired by Israel's story, please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you about your favorite breweries. So drop us a line on Instagram and let's be buds. Until next time, drink good beer and tip your bartenders. We'll see you at the bar.